I love how Shaletta just calls Chad Hartman out in that intro. Like she literally, she said, she said Chad Hartman's six nine out here. She said Chad Hartman's gonna the rapper gun out here, just snitching on everybody. What what's what what is that all about? Everybody, you know, we we try to, you know, and it's true. I mean, we don't try to do it. It, it is a fact. Adam Carter is the snake, the station snitch. I, I mean, that's just a fact. It's been proven. Scientists have come in. They've done studies. Uh, at the at you know at, at MIT and NEH NIH and at the Mayo Clinic and Adam Carter is the station snitch. So we got to watch I mean, what we say around Adam then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you better if you say it to Adam Carter, you might as well send out a, a broadcast email to everybody at the station. That's what you should do. Um, because if you say it in front of Adam Carter, everybody's gonna know it, upstairs and down. But this is the, the this is the thing that could work for us though, Shaletta, because let, let's say that we leak to Adam that um that the that Oprah is interested in Shaletta or or ESPN is interested in, uh, in Henry Lake and then he goes and takes that to the big to the big bosses upstairs and we might get a pay hike. We might get a raise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never I, look I never it thought works in reverse. I was too I was too busy being mad at him for being a snitch. I, hey look, hey Harrigan's thinking about it right now. Hey Dave Harrigan Hey you should see the look on Dave Harrigan's face. He's like Lake that's actually a good idea. I need I, to do that the next time I'm around Adam. I'm actually running upstairs right now. We're <laughs> Just call Adam and say, you know, Adam, I, I'm telling you this in confidence, and then it's over. That's how you start the conversation. Adam, I'm telling you this in confidence. Please don't tell anybody. And then it's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap after that. All right. How you doing on this Feisty Friday? I'm doing great. But I have to have a conversation with you and Dave Harrigan because my fiancé, Dan Cook, um, I, I'm trying whoa, to whoa, whoa, what? him. Hmm. What? Oh, you don't know? You don't know? No, nah, I did not know. You didn't hear about the dream I had that I married Dan Cook? No, I didn't hear about that dream. I, I, Dan you heard about the dream, right? We heard all about it last Friday. Oh, I did not. I didn't know so about this. I thought I she was still on. I thought she was with Dean Phillips. No, don't tell Dean Phillips because, you know, he get real possessive when it comes to me. I don't want him to call the station and be mad. But I had a dream that Dan Cook and I were getting married. And he was just all over me. He couldn't get enough of me. So I woke up the next day and I thought, well, maybe I should call him and see if the Lord laid anything on his heart. So I I, I reached out to him. It's probably about, I don't know, maybe four in the morning. I was like, hey, what's up? Um, did you have any dreams about me last night? And, you know, he got a little upset because I, you know, called him at four in the morning or whatever. It didn't, it, you know, the conversation didn't last long. I'd be upset too. And um, so, yeah, so, so see, this is going to prove the point that I'm getting ready to make. And so the other day he was live on the air doing his show with Jason Russia, and I had a question. And I know what his schedule is, but I called him anyway. And so he texts me and says, I'm literally live on the air in the middle of my show. I said, I know this, but I'm training you how to be a husband. Because what you have to understand as a husband, when you have a wife, a wife will call you in the middle of your most important meeting to ask if you like uh, Jiffy peanut butter, smooth or creamy. She will call you to ask you if you've seen her key. Okay, that's what wives do. We don't care that you're in the middle of a presentation to your boss's boss's boss. Okay, that's what we do now. Uh, uh, so, so Dan Cook apparently is not really ready to get married because the mm. fact that I called him while he was working on his job and he didn't understand and know how to take the call lets me know that he's not really ready to be anybody's husband. Maybe really. that was just his reaction to a text from you. <laughs> 
maybe, 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 maybe he didn't react like that when he got that text from his other boo. Oh, because I know Dave Harrigan knows this oh so well. If you are at work, your wife will call you. Call or text you both. It don't, we don't care. I don't get many calls. No, I don't. I don't think Dave. Don't I don't think. Calls. I don't think Dave Harrigan's wife calls him on. She, she'll Wednesday. text me, and uh, she's usually understanding if I don't get back to her right away if I got things to do. But no, she oh. doesn't. I think she learned that uh, I'm not going to pick up the phone. Oh, and when you don't pick up the phone when your wife calls and you come home, your stuff not outside. No, we're okay. If I'm if okay. I'm not you at work and keys, I don't pick up the, the phone, then work? I get in trouble. The keys still work. Like if your wife calls you, like right now, if she called you and you didn't just pick up the phone and say, "Hey, babe, don't hey. forget, this is my shift. I'm on the air. It's been my shift for two years. I'll call you right back. I love you." If you don't do that, if you just don't answer the phone when you get home, your keys work. Is that what you're telling me? No, I just text her to hold say, on. "Knock it off. I'll get back to you later." Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. I gotta nip something in the bud with Shaletta Brundage here, host of the Shaletta Show on, on Saturdays, eleven and two. Hold on, hold on, Shaletta. Don't don't stop trying to get over on the listening audience. Stop trying to be the next George Santos. We know that you and Sean still married. We know the Austin. Chad Hartman Jr. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are not still married. I have some paperwork somewhere. Now, I can't put my finger on it, but there is paperwork somewhere. It might be shredded. But we are legally, legally divorced. Now. What? Yes, I'm not. Are. I'm not buying. I need to see You're the paperwork. I'm not. Okay. I, I'm seeing too much social media where y'all it look like y'all close to bumping and grinding in the kitchen and all this other stuff, and he helping you with your clothes. I'm not even buying this legally. Nothing. I, I get out of here with that. We doing divorce different. That's the name of my upcoming book. Do divorce different. Well, you can still have fun. You can still laugh and talk. I told him you get a girlfriend if you want to. She gonna take a shift on this RV. I don't care. She can come on up in here. She can help me comb Cameron's house. She can get the boys to the barbershop. We're we going to all be one big happy family. Hey, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're in the RV right now? No, I said if we oh, take okay. and we okay. take an RV trip. She's going to have to take a shift drive. She's, okay. Yeah, she's okay. All right. Hey, 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 we got another segment left. Hey, let, let's take a brief pause. We got to pay for these bills here in a second. But I got something um, that I want to ask you about that I saw on your Twitter timeline that uh, I think is pretty awesome that I want to ask you about here, Shaletta. So uh, just hold with us through the break. Uh, we'll come back more Feisty Friday with Shaletta Brundage here. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman. Hey, this is what a Feisty, a feisty Friday sounds like. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, that's my theme song. Every superhero got a theme song. Dave Harrigan just added 10 years to my life by playing that song. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. I'm yes. Vi- Hey, this is a vibe right here. That's a lifestyle. That's more than a vibe. So you got to wake up like that. You got to go to sleep like that. I got in a Zoom meeting with some people the other day, Henry, and they wasn't even ready. The woman said, we're going to just shut the Zoom meeting down. Um, I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. We're going to have to reschedule this because I didn't have my head right. <laughs> hey, my head is right right now. Hey, l- let me ask you about something that you tweeted. Um, you stated, uh, you said, never thought something like this was possible for my son, Daniel. His autism was once so severe that we couldn't even drive past a dentist's office because mm-hmm. if he saw the sign, he'd cry. Today he had his first cleaning without parental support. Oh. I, and, and I'm looking at the picture. I mean, how awesome is that? That was so beautiful. I know Dave Harrigan by cry when he saw it. Um, Daniel was my most severely autistic child. When he was three years old, Henry, he had an autism evaluation at the Voyager Clinic at the University of Minnesota. 
and they said he had no functional language. They said that his interaction with his peers was like an eight-month-old child. And I used to look at him and, and say, I love you, and I thought he would never say, I love you back. Um, you know, I, I remember he took a test one time and somebody said, touch your tummy, and he didn't know where his tummy was. You know, and he was three, almost four years old, and I thought, oh, my God, he's never going to be potty trained. He's never going to go to college. He's never going to get married. He's never going to make me a grandma. This is the end. And this is three years old. You know, and that's a lot to take as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just kept praying and pressing because I, I just believed and had faith that God had not forgotten about us. And I was blessed to find the Lovas Institute Midwest and the Family Achievement Center. And they worked with Daniel and and got him to a point where he started talking and, you know, doing things that his uh, peers were doing. But it was always a challenge, guys, to get him to go to the dentist because he didn't want anybody to touch his mouth. You know, kids with autism have sensory issues. Mm -hmm. And so we would just ride by. Like, there's a super target over by Wood, uh, Woodbury Pediatric Dental. And if we go into that target, he busts out and start crying. He start kicking and screaming. He would lose it. So we couldn't even shop at the super target um, anymore. We had to go to the target in Cottage Grove, the smaller one. Because if he rolled past there and saw that sign, he would lose his mind because he thought we were taking him to the dentist. And so Sean made him a dentist appointment. Now, listen. I, I got faith, but sometimes I, I just, you know, I don't want the fight. I got faith, but I don't want the fight. So I ain't sent the boy to the dentist in about two years. I was like, I'm not doing it. It's too much on him. It's too much on me. Sean made him an appointment. Mm. And so and so Sean got up, and, and, and I was like, well, where are you going? He said, I'm taking Daniel to the dentist. I said, uh-uh, you're not taking my baby to the dentist because he's not going to be able to go to school. He said, have faith. Have faith that 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 it'll work out. Why don't you just won't let's just try it, Henry? That boy got in there. He put on them little Stevie Wonder shades, and he climbed up on that table like a big boy. And they cleaned his teeth. We mm. didn't have to hold him down. They didn't have to, you know, take a break. They didn't have to call a senior staff member. And I'm in there giving them the warning, you know, like, look, my kid got autism. I just want you to know. But they were like, Sean was like, no, no, just, just let it ride. Just let him do his thing. Let's see where he is because he hasn't been in a while. Henry, he said that like a big boy. You would have been so proud of your oh, nephew. And he awesome. got his first teeth cleaning without us having to sit him in our lap. And the dentist and two other staff members come in. It wasn't torturous for him. And do you know, after that, he went on to school like it was no big deal. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, it is. That is yes, awesome. It is. So hold yes, on. It is. So, so now I'm looking at your tw- you, you, you tweeting in the commercial break. And you're talking about uh, Saint, you know, skipping St. Patty's Day, and now they're moving on to all this stuff with Easter. and But Valentine's oh Day. God. So hold on. So hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You brought up Valentine's Day in the tweet. What is Shaletta Brundage getting Henry Lake uh, for Valentine's Day? And the reason why I ask that is because, and here, you don't know this, but, but like when we would cross paths on the weekends and nights and stuff like that, like Shaletta know, like, a brother smells good. And so there's been often times where Shaletta's like, oh, my gosh, you smell so good. I'm already pregnant. So now, <laughs> so now I need to know what, what, do, what do I get for Valentine's Day? Because I think that I, I think I'm owed a gift. I think so. You know what? You are going to get the same thing I bought you last year, except I'm going to supersize this year. I'm going to make it a little bigger. So last year you got the large. This year I'm going to get you the extra large. So it'll be the same thing. 
Nothing. It just will be up, basically. <laughs> Air. Air. All right. I, I got you. You know what? Oh. We, we, two can play that game because, you know, I'm past them Tom Ford days. I didn't moved on from Tom wait, Ford. Wait oh yeah, that, I didn't left that. I didn't left that for Jason DeRusher. Jason DeRusher is rocking my old Tom Ford. Now I'm on. I'm on to bigger and better. I got some more. Wait, uh, I got some more exclusive stuff that that I'm telling you right now. I, you you can't even be around me right now. Oh my God! I'm pregnant on the phone now. What are you wearing? <laughs> I ain't telling. I gotta come up. I ain't telling now. you. I ain't telling. Oh why am I gonna tell everybody out there listening? And why am I gonna tell you when you ain't getting your boy number for Valentine's Day? I'm put it like, put it like, know, put it like this, I put it like this, it. put it like this. It's, it's, it's levels to this, and that Tom Ford, that, oh, that's it. They ain't got nothing on this now. That's on the bottom of the shelf? Oh, man, because that Tom Ford was nice. But I should get you something, because let me tell you what Henry Lake does, uh, uh, Dave Harrigan. Henry Lake always thinks about my son, Andrew. Now, because of the four siblings and the difference in age and the younger three kids um, have autism, people forget about Andrew. Because he's a normal developing kid, he's a good boy, he works, he goes to school, he makes good grades, he don't give us no trouble. Uh, you know, he, he just does whatever, you know, 16-year-old boys do, um, and, and we don't have to worry about Andrew. So we just kind of be like, go on about your business, let's get these good kids right. And so he feels left out a lot. But Henry Lake has always been a great uncle because He'll call and say, hey, I got something for Andrew. And then he'll send something, or he'll check on Andrew. He'll make sure Andrew is okay. And and I didn't realize what that meant to Andrew um, because he does feel like people forget about him with the other kids being younger and especially. So I oh. need to give you a shout-out oh. for always making sure my baby feels special. Now, did you see him go viral on Good Morning America? Yeah, you talking about the shoveling of the snow? Yeah, yeah. I saw, yes. I saw, I saw, I saw that, and I did see him with the gloves. I shout out to him for that. I mean, he's he's a he's a young boss and a young entrepreneur as well. But I gotta get you these couple items for him because this ain't no, this ain't no. Okay, you we just gonna run down to the Mall of America and go to go to Nordstroms or go to no or, or just go to any, no no. This ain't just no anywhere stuff. This is this is like. This is hand. This is hand. This is hand picked. That is in from a couple boutiques for my boys. Oh, he gonna love that. And now, and, and I don't know when it happened. It used to be that he'll just put some clothes on, like his socks didn't match, and his shirt didn't match, and his pants didn't match. And I don't know what happened, but now he's like selecting clothes, and he's smelling good, and Uh-oh. You know, he's. He's at, you know, the barber came and he, you know, he wanted to know when the barber's coming. And, you know, he used to didn't care about this kind of stuff. So I asked him, I said, well, do you have a little lady friend that you're dating? So he told me he got a little lady friend, so now I got to get my FBI on. Um, but anyway, he asked me um, if he could go out on the date. And I was like, yeah, what time are we leaving? Um, because I got to get the kids ready. And he was like, no, mom, it just needs to be me and her. Ooh, there we go. So can I still go to the movies at the same time? Just go into this or no? Not? No, you gotta leave. Let, let let him go. Let you gotta get let let that brother live. Let him live. Hey, let me let me ask you this real quick, and then we gotta then we gotta let you go. All right, but but this is a because I don't you know have a son. Um, but what's the going rate for haircuts nowadays? Because I had, oh, I saw that I saw yeah. this this topic kind of I don't want to say it was trending, but I saw some of my friends talking about haircut prices a couple months ago. This crazy. I'm glad I'm bald. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? I've been using the same guy, Dietrich Young, at Grooming House Barbershop since before Sean and I got married. So 20 years, he's been cutting my hair. He cut Sean's hair when Sean had hair. He gave Andrew his first haircut. And so the going rate right now for a cut is like 20 bucks. Now, what y'all paying over there where you at? What you oh, you're getting, a, you're getting a sweetheart deal because I'm seeing grown men paying like $40 for a haircut. And, and, and I've seen a few barbers that on holidays, which is, you know, it, it, most places are closed and all that, they were charging 100 I'm like, what? Y'all, you See, please get out of here. That ain't right. That ain't right. Now, Day Day, um, he was very kind to us when the kids couldn't stand all the noise and stuff because yeah. we tried to bring the kids to the barbershop. And he saw that it was just too much. He said, listen, y'all got five people's hair y'all couldn't. Um, I'm just going to come to the house on a Monday morning, and I'm going to get everybody. So gotcha. on, in, in the summer, he would come on Mondays and Sundays. Now, when he came to the house and he was going to charge us the regular price, I went ahead and paid him $40 a head. Um, um, because I felt like I needed to you know, bless him for being a blessing to us. Yep. But he was even even though even coming to the house, he wasn't gonna charge us the twenty dollars. Yeah, no, I hear you. Hey, Shaletta, always fun to talk to you on the airwaves, and even better to see you out in the community and hang out with you. So, well, uh, we got to connect on these clothes as well as so I got to get that boudin from you. Yeah, I got your boudin from Texas with your name on it. Okay, we're gonna hook up. All right, take care. That's Shaletta Brundage right. joining us here, host of the Shaletta Show, News Talk eight three zero WCCO.